man, what you uh, uh, checking I'll on there? Tell you one thing, man. My God, God, I feel like I used to have more hair that was started right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! You know, this I got some great. gray. I, I got gray hairs like sprinkled through here, right? And it's not a lot, but it's, like you, you can if you're looking for them, you can find them for sure. <laughs> but uh, let me tell you, Katiana loves to point it out. <laughs> so does Sonya. Sonya's like, dude, bro, has a gray hair guy. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! You hey, suck. just tell him to touch a touch a touch a gray, touch a gray. That's all it is. That's all touch it is. A gray. Oh, you think this is natural? <laughs> I'm going for this look. Yeah, sandy or, or dusty, whatever you want to call. It. Yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, call, yeah. Your hair, I, I wouldn't call your hair dusty though. It's kind of like yeah. <laughs> It might be. Not use head and shoulders, bro. Uh, guess, uh, guess, guess what week it is? Well, um, what week is it? What week is it, Chancy? It's game day week. Game week. <laughs> oh Lord, welcome to calling the dogs with Chancy and Chi, and we are so excited. <laughs> it's oh. finally here. We have waited. Oh. For so long, it has been uh, uh, it has been demoralizing how long this is. We've had to wait for this. I'm pretty sure I just woke up my wife. She's not really <laughs> happy with me, but it, it hey, doesn't matter because all sins are forgiven this week. That's right. Because that's right. Because it is game day week, and she will understand. She will not be happy, but she will understand. No, no, no. she she might even hate me more <laughs> because because it's game week, and I woke her up. Uh, so anyway, it doesn't matter. You know, you can't, if you're, if you're wiping a smile off my face uh, this week, then you're doing a, a big, that's a big achievement, big feat because man, I can't give it up. I can't stop thinking about the dogs. Man, it's, uh, what, what are the, what are the things going through your mind? What are these thoughts? What are you feeling? Well, first of all, thinking, man, I can't wait to get out there and drink me a cold beer before, mm. before the game starts. And just Amen. feel like maybe, you know, we're going to get out there early enough to where it's going to actually feel like it's almost, it's like pre-fall, you know? Right. But it's like, you know, upper 60s, maybe mid-60s in the morning. And, uh, yeah, man, if we can get out there and just get in the mode, man. I, I just want to I want to be in football mode by 3.30 Saturday afternoon. And uh, and then, of course, I want to see... I want to see our boys play, man. I want to. I'm, I'm just pumped to see you know the talent on the field. Yeah. It, How about it's, you? Uh, yeah, it's. We've never. There's always been a lot of of hype going into seasons. Like we've always had. We're just like, okay, we finally got the pieces. We got everything we needed. We've done it. We've done what it takes. So we've 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 done this. I've been alive for how many years now? And uh, so that's how many years we've been doing that, <laughs> right? And, yeah. and now, yeah. and now we're at the point where it's like, oh, we have to like, so we we've we've got things to to uh, to defend. We got an SEC championship to defend. We've got yeah. uh, a, a, a trip to the national championship to try to defend. I mean, we we've got things that we're we're fighting for and that we're playing for. And, and man, it feels good. And, but it does it does give me severe anxiety. But yeah. it uh, but I'm, I'm willing to I'm willing to take that. 
I'm willing to take that anxiety because uh, it's because I'm it's so a excited. burden. It's it's a burden <laughs> that we're we're meant to bear, and you know what what did what did. Uh, what did what did Ch- uh, not Chancy? What did Kirby say the other day? He was talking about pressure as a privilege. Pressure man, as a privilege. Sure as hell is, man. Sure as hell is. And yep. you know, it's funny things. What you just said, though. You know, just thinking about this past this past year and what that's done for this university and this football program. But you know, of course, it had been over a decade since we won the SEC. But it had been almost an ex- exactly a decade since we won. Truly, a game like our our biggest game of importance, and that was the two thousand eight sugar, or yeah, two thousand eight Sugar Bowl. So, I mean, literally, it had been a decade since we have won anything of note. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, we came we came within like a couple plays of winning the SEC championship and potentially the the national championship in two thousand twelve. But I mean, aside from that, we had a couple pretty good seasons. But we've—I mean, we hadn't played in anything that was that important since 2007. Which is, which is absurd. I mean, we've had talent, and we've had—it's had... mind bottling. <laughs> yeah, it's bottled the hell out of my mind. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I'm just—I'm just excited. We've—we've we've got depth. We've got guys that are that, that are just strong we've got an insane coaching staff that really should have been it with this day and age of college football should have been torn to shreds and we maintained our entire like the core of our coaching staff which just doesn't happen anymore you know, like if you if you're on a team with any sign of success you just get pulled apart and yeah. um and so i mean just little things like that just keep me excited and um we we, we just got we've got a crew coming back we've got a freshened up stadium i mean the, the whole thing it, it's going to be the environment's going to be electric. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I mean, just what you just said made me think about how the fact that James Coley, I think he was offered the offensive coordinator position at Texas A&M, and he turned that down to keep basically the same job he had last year. He he got a little bit of a promotion. I think he's kind of assistant or co-offensive coordinator now. But still, I mean, the guy the guy did not take a loan all a coordinator position so that he could stay at the University of Georgia. So I think exactly, I mean, I'm, I agree, man. You know, if you keep the staff, I mean, I think that means that they know where this, this program's heading. And uh, it's it's only going up, baby. It's only going up. Well, yeah. Well, uh, instead, of, instead of gushing, we did want to, uh, there was a couple more things. That, so we, like we mentioned, this is part two. So we got a continuation from, from <clears throat> last week. We got a few th- more things that we want to cover. Uh, we really want to uh, we really want to dive into the to the depth chart a little bit. We've got some we've got some thoughts uh, on how this on how this team may look and uh, where we may see some surprises. Um, so let's let's kind of talk about that a little bit. So Chi, I don't know if you want to if you want to get started on that. Basically, earlier during the practice notes, I kind of talked about the depth chart and you know who looks you know based off the practice scrimmage who looked like who was gonna, you know who was going to be starters and who was going to be second team and who was kind of leading the pack. And um, so basically, you know, the only big surprises were uh, Jerron Taylor and Eric Stokes on defense. And then, um, you know, on offense, pretty much everybody that you can imagine uh, that coming out of last year, you know, Isaiah Wilson starting starting right tackle in the scrimmage. Uh, but aside from that, most every, I mean, everybody else on the offensive line is, is, you know, the same guys from last year. And then obviously Andrew Thomas got swapped over left tackle. So we've pretty much kind of, broke down the depth chart a little bit um and i think you know like i said there's there's plenty of freshmen I, i've kind of highlighted 
seven freshmen here that I think will be impact freshmen, in my opinion. And, you know, plenty of – I think every single one of them are people that I've already mentioned. But Brendan Cox is the number one guy. I think he will get immediate playing time. James Cook is the offensive guy. So if I had to pick two, I would say offensive and defensively, Brendan Cox – or, sorry, James Cook and Brendan Cox are the two guys. And then Justin Fields will obviously get playing time. Adam Anderson, number fifty-six, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna be rotating in in the outside linebacker position. Shanding Tindall and Quay Walker will play in the inside, and then Otis Reese. I swear to goodness, that kid is gonna be a star. I just hope he, you know, kind of grows into that safety position a little bit more. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I mean, I think, I think James is is kind of a an, an easy, like offensively. I think he, he's an easy one to go in there because. Um, with if we if we had Zamir, goodness gracious, that just that gets me upset just thinking about it. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I, I mean, because and the thing is too, you can really point to any of these freshmen, and uh, they're yeah. all gonna be they're all gonna be special. And I think we like you, you kind of mentioned it. We got to get we got to get used to that. So um, now I, sure. I, I'm with you. I, I think uh, I think you gave them a good a good look in uh, in, in the breakdown earlier. Oh well, well one guy that I have not mentioned yet that I want to say something about it's Tyson Campbell who you know I mistakenly said I thought was under six foot in the first first episode <laughs> I'm terribly sorry Tyson uh he is six two and he's a monster basically I just want all I want to say about him is he looks solid in the practice but he's going to be DeAndre Baker's he's I think he's learning a lot from DeAndre Baker and he's going to be the next guy up uh at least next year but he will get playing time this year no doubt about it yeah, and and we've kind of mentioned it too. They they do such a good job giving all these guys playing time, and uh, so we're gonna we're gonna get to see all these freshmen. They're gonna get them on the field for sure. Uh, well, it's just a different time, a different era in in college football. I mean, the the red shirt is for the most part a thing of the past, unless a guy is basically a huge project. He's not gonna get red shirted. I mean, and most of the time, if you're seeing a red shirt, then it's gonna be a defensive lineman, something along those lines. So. We're just not going to see it very much. There's too much talent coming in, and you know, back in the '70s and '80s and whatnot, they had the the junior varsity team and all that stuff. Uh, no, there's no such thing as that anymore. These boys are coming in, and they're basically they've some of these guys have been ready to play in the NCAA since or in college football since they were juniors or sophomores in high school. So, I'm I'm expecting a lot out of this freshman class. Yeah. So uh, I think uh, so. Let's see. And we've, we've kind of talked about it a little bit. Is there anybody um, offensively uh, that you think is going to kind of be the the breakout player, um, somebody that's going to that's going to make some make some noise? Yeah, I um, I've highlighted him earlier, but I think Brian Harrigan's going to be. I'm not saying he's going to rush for over a thousand yards or anything like that, and I I don't even think he's going to be the number two guy. But I'm I'm thinking that he might fill that role that Swift did last year, and if he gets over 600 yards rushing, I think that's in a way that's kind of a breakout year for him. Um, and then defensively, you know, I, I I know you see it, but you know, I I put Tay Crowder down. I you know he's a converted uh, linebacker from running back, and I believe he's from Harris County. Uh, we got some boys we know from down there, but. You know, I, I think Tay Crowder could get a lot of playing time this year, but at the same time, that inside that the entire linebacking core is as stacked as we've ever seen it. So, um, 
you know, I'm hoping he gets a lot of playing time, and I think he will be a contributor. But there's, you know, tons of guys that we can put in that position right now. It's just makes me really happy. Um, did you happen to do uh, the? Did you rank your positions? Because uh, I did, and I I was thinking if you wanted me to, I could run down and, and give my my test scores for each one, and then you could, uh, you know, comment on how stupid. I am. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and uh, go ahead and do some. Uh, go ahead and rank them. Yeah, yeah. So um, let's just uh, let's, let's just start at the top. Uh, quarterbacks, I've, and and yeah, this is going to be just a little positional breakdown, and I'll give a, you know, A to D which, you know, we, we aren't anywhere close to a D at any position, but uh, quarterbacks, it gave him an A. What do you think about it? Yeah, I, I mean, I think there's no, there's literally nothing that would make me think different. <laughs> I mean, there, there, All right, there's we're done. absolutely nothing. <laughs> All right, perfect, perfect. Uh, the, the running backs, I gave an A-, minus, and I'll, I'll, I'll explain the minus here is basically like exactly what we were saying earlier. You know, you can't replace Nick Chubb and Sonny Michelle very easily don't get me wrong we have a as we've mentioned a stable of very very capable running backs but there's not a lot of them that have uh, there's they have they have a lot of experience but they just don't have a lot of experience being that every down back and none of them do so i'm hoping that you know they can kind of come through and and shine for us and and obviously we expect them to yeah we were definitely uh, spoiled with the uh, a plus uh last year uh, I agree with you that the I'll agree with that ranking um, just simply because like you said we haven't seen these guys playing in the in the first quarter of a big SEC game on the road right I mean that's just even even DeAndre we haven't seen that and um, but he he's at least getting in in the third the third series I mean and that's the earliest he would have gotten in and uh, right. in a lot of our games we had already uh, established ourselves at that point. Um, so uh, no, I definitely agree. Well, the uh, so the next one, I the next position I kind of put a put a letter on was the tight ends, and I mean I, I'm telling you, I'm not going any further south than a minus for this offense, but uh, I'll give the tight ends an A. And let me just say they're deep and they're all huge, as we alluded to <laughs> in the first episode. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I think uh, I think Isaac Nada, um, for the most part, he had a couple. He had a couple that I think he wants back uh, last year. Um, he had a couple of big drops, um, but we really just didn't target the tight end that often. And so I, I think we're going to be uh, we're, we're going to be using them using them a lot. But but um, yeah, I, I, I'll go with that. I, I'm not as I mean, you you got to see it a little more firsthand. Um, I'm going to need to see these guys kind of. I need a little more. I need a little more. Uh, I'm a little more towards the Sample A minus. Yeah, I need, and I'm, I'm closer. I'm more so in kind of how we we're talking about the running back, just simply because I don't. I, we haven't seen him. Yeah. No. I'm. 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 I'm with you. I. I just got really. I think I just got excited because I watched those freshmen play, and both Luke Ford and John Fitzpatrick had a few, you know, pretty big plays. So I enjoyed watching them. Uh, and then uh, offensive line, I actually just changed it from an A to an A minus. My reasoning in that is that basically Andrew Thomas played all of last year on the right side, the right tackle. Now he's going to make the move to left tackle. Isaiah Wilson, I think he's – I saw he – you know, this isn't really much of an injury, but I saw he was reported as having cramps the other day. And I just don't know if, if that guy's still trying to get used to this humidity down here. I mean, the guy is massive. He's the biggest dude I've ever seen in my life. 
Uh, but he's, you know, still, I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking he's trying to get in shape. And I, you know, I don't know. A, a, I moved it to an A minus. Yeah, and I'm, I'm more so wanting to lean up, going up. But this is also a, a more potential, just because of the guys that I think we have coming in. Um, I, I think right. just the the sheer size of guys that we've got coming in, and they're just going and watching the film on these guys. They're they're phenomenal. Um, and and I, we lost Isaiah Wynn, and he is he's special. Um, and, and God bless him for uh, get help him on on the road to recovery, um, tearing his ACL in the preseason. Um, Absolutely. But but I think I just don't think we I don't think we lost enough on, on the on the line. Um, and we replaced, and we were, even though we lost little, we, we gained so much. Uh, literally, these guys are huge, and I think that um, Lamont Gillier is going to get a lot of. Uh, he, he's going to be he's going to be special. Um, he was yeah. he was last year, but I think now is just kind of that senior senior leader on the line, um, getting these these guys like Ben Cleveland who are going to get a lot more. I mean, just get a lot of time, and, and he's had a year under his belt, and he's a, a monster. But I, I I feel a little more. Especially like I said, with like Sawyer coming in and, and Trey Hill, like these guys are gonna be, they're gonna be phenomenal. And uh, and Cade Mays, I mean, they're just monsters. So I, I'm leaning a little higher. Yeah. I'm leaning a little higher. But uh, if we're going between A minus and an A, I, I guess we'll split hairs. <laughs> we're not struggling too bad. We're not struggling too bad. I uh, no, I'm 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 with you. You know, I mean, if you factor in the potential, I mean, it certainly could be an A. But just the fact that, you know, there's still some question marks on it. I mean, I basically was going to give an A. If, if there's no question marks at all and there's, there wasn't much movement around and we basically just had the same one from last year, I mean, I might even put it in an A, A plus, something like that. But um, So I'll, I'll, go with, I'll stay with A minus and, you know, that potential could kick it up. Um, for the wide receivers, I put an A minus, and uh, I'll go ahead and get your take on that first things first. <laughs> Man, I am big on our our receiving core right now. Like I am, I am on the train. Like we've got these these guys are insane. Like Riley's Riley's my guy. I'm I'm, I'm expecting. Like I'm banking on him this year. I'm I'm, I'm putting my money on, on him, and uh, and I think adding. So and, and like I said, we got me Cole coming back. We've got James Cook, who's going to add just a whole new dynamic uh, to the to our offense. Um, man, I, I'm huge on it. Uh, I'm, I, I would I, I would lean a little higher, um, just because the guys we didn't have as many. We still had a lot a high sample size um, last year, but it was more so the number of times they were attempted. We weren't throwing the ball a lot, and these no. guys were making making the plays every time they got the chance. I mean, Fromm Fromm was obviously doing wonders as a freshman, and and we. We haven't talked about that enough, but it's just what those guys were doing, like receiving. They they knew they weren't going to get a lot of shots, and they made all of them count. I mean, we had guys like Wims, yeah. but I, I'm I'm big on it. I'm big. I'm you know I'm 
here's here's the way I look at it is basically you know <laughs> I'm I was trying not to go through all these positions and just give every single one of them an A <laughs> or an A plus because it, I mean it was kind of hard but I was I was splitting hairs whenever I was ranking these things and basically the, the way I look at it is uh, our receivers this year I I don't know if I've been higher on you know a core of of receivers before but the way that I look at it is we still it's the same thing as Roquan Smith and Nick Chubb, you know, all those guys. Javon Wims was the go-to target. And Javon, I think he was 6'3 or 6'4 or something along those lines. I mean, he wasn't huge, but he was still that taller receiver that can go up and get those jump balls. You know, he used to play, you know, he was a big basketball player in high school. Um, So, anyway, basically just more or less like, you know, Riley's. I think Riley's only 6'2". Uh, yeah, Riley's only 6'2", and, uh, you know, the other guys, Terry Goblin and Meikle, are both uh, shorter than six foot. So, you know, to me, it's just like Demetrius is going to come in, and he's going to be a hell of a player. He's going to be a weapon, uh, you know, in our entire offense. But uh, we still are looking for that guy that's going to be a little bit high, you know, taller, a little bit more size. And, you know, Tommy Bush came in this year. He's 6'5". Um, but you know he's he's more of a project. I think Matthew Landers could be a big big time player. Jeremiah Holman, I'm looking for big things out of, and then also uh, you know the freshman uh, other freshman receiver we have coming in, Kyrus Jackson. So apparently Kyrus Jackson is like pound for pound one of the tallest. I mean tallest one of the strongest players on the team. So I, I've you know I think the wide receivers I'll I'll stick with a minus just simply because I mean and I think they're going to prove me wrong really quickly and maybe even go up to an A plus. But you know it's neither here nor there. I'll go with cornerbacks. I'll go. With, I'll, I'm, I went with an A minus, and that's because mostly because Baker is so good. And then on the opposite side it was just somewhat of a question mark. But our defensive backs, there's a lot of guys we can plug in on that opposite side. I think Tyreek McGee was set to be the number one uh, on the opposite end of DeAndre, but you know he's got that injury. You know he broke that bone in his foot, so he's supposed to be back. I think the third game, hopefully, maybe 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 South Carolina. Uh, but other than that, like we've got guys that can fill in those holes. Mark Webb's a guy that he got moved around a whole lot during the scrimmage. So I'm looking for big things out of the cornerbacks. But you know that might be a little high. That's on um, you know DeAndre's just that good. Yeah, no, I, I agree. You know, like and you kind of mentioned the only problem is is he only he's only on one side, and um right. and, and so I I'm almost more so wanting to be in the in the B's here, um just because uh, a, a B B plus, but just, just simply because, um. Tyreek not being there, uh, he was kind of – he would change it for me. Uh, but I think we've got a lot of guys that just need to prove themselves. And um, and we were just – that was kind of one of our our weaknesses last year, if we had to have one on, on defense. Sure. That, I mean, that, that, that group was – really our whole secondary was kind of our – was kind of our um, – Achilles heel, um, but not, but obviously that wasn't. We had still had incredible, but if you had to put it, the whole defense and our sure. weakest, our yeah. weakest spot, that was it. I just need to see more out of them. Yeah, well, we got a lot of young guys out there, you know. That, right. Yeah, two classes ago. Yeah, so not not this this past re- recruiting class that's not coming in this year, but the year before. Um, you know, we, we I think we had seven DBs in that class and. You know, another guy who's, you know, I don't want to say he's forgotten, but William Poole, he, you know, I'm, I'm expecting big things out of him too. Uh, Amir Speed and Latavius Brini are both kind of like safeties or cornerbacks, so one of those guys might be able to fill in. But, 
I think the cornerbacks will be okay, but I, I, I definitely understand where you're coming in, you know, B-plus B, B range. Outside linebackers, though, <laughs> I'll, give, I'll, give them, I'll give them an A-minus, and that's simply because there's one side of the line is going to be young. I mean, based off potential of these incoming freshmen that I've talked about like a thousand times in this podcast, uh, this could be up, upwards of A++. Um, but, you know, there's just a lot of the inexperience there still, but, you know, there's still some capable guys. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, I mean, uh, like I said, we, we're we bringing so much new talent in. There, there's a lot of potential, and we're, whether we're high on the potential or not, that's, I guess that kind of determines this. But um, I, I think – if I have to have an A minus uh, outside linebacking core, uh, I'll be okay with it. I mean, uh, I mean DeAndre's going to be great. He's a monster. He's just a big guy. I and mean, I think we'll see him drop back a, a little bit too this year. Um, I'm sure his, his coverage is getting better. Um, but I, I think we've got some uh, we've got some got some solid guys that are in, in rotation. So yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, we'll we'll stick with that. Um, inside linebackers, I think there's there's been several guys that. You know, I would probably probably higher on this one, but again, this is just another position where you lose Roquan, and you've got two guys like Natrez last year was supposed to be his big year, and then he got in trouble and all that, and you know, I, I gave him I gave him a, a B plus, and I think that you know once again there's still plenty of room for, for potential with these guys coming in for sure, um, but right now you know Juwan basically the opposite from Natrez. I think Natrez has pretty much proved himself, but, you know, whether or not he could be Roquan-esque or not, you know, is still a question mark. But the opposite inside linebacker, Juwan Taylor or Monty Rice, you know, I guess Nate McBride's kind of in there, you know, Tay Crowder. There's still some guys that, you know, I need to see a little bit more out of. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with the B-plus on my end. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Uh, I, I think we're, we're desensitized to bad play at the uh... – at inside linebacker, yeah. like we just haven't seen right. it in, uh, in in two in two years. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we 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 have talked about it enough. Like, I think going into like the SEC championship, Roquan had like two missed tackles. Uh, the whole, <laughs> like, I mean, legitimately, yeah. like they went and looked back, and it was like two missed tackles the whole the whole uh, regular season. Um, so, I, I think we're just gonna have to see some guys prove themselves. So, I, I'm down with that with yeah. a BB plus. So I'm 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 good with that. Uh, we got to see some proof. I think that a guy that I there's not I haven't seen a whole lot out of, but I think has plenty of potential is Jaden Hunter, and he's he's number eighty eight. And I'm I'm hoping he gets some good playing time. He got in there in the scrimmage a couple times, but uh, you know once again we're just still kind of unproven in that area. Um, we'll move on to the defensive line here. Basically, like I said, I think they're underrated, and I think our defensive line is going to be. I give it an a minus as long as Julian. Basically, it's all going to depend on Julian Rochester if he can hold down the nose guard position. And he's he's from what on, I, I feel like he's really our only pure nose guard right now, which is kind of a tr- uh, kind of trouble. Devontae White can be that guy. He's the guy. That's, he's the uh, sophomore coming in this year with this uh, freshman class, but. You know, hopefully we can we can just keep feeding more guys in there. Jordan Davis is another freshman that's coming in who's bigger than I think every one of our defensive tackles at the moment. So, uh, you know, hopefully we can find a guy that can get you know get in there and give uh, Julian a, a, a breather. But I think I think overall, I mean, Tyler Clark is going to be 
as good of a defensive tackle as we can ask for. So I'm thinking, I think I'll, I'll go with A minus here. No, yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. It's going to be, uh, the, the line's going to be great. And I think, especially with just the, the guys that we're going to be able to have on the end, um, I, I think Rochester's going to have a good year. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be, if he's going to just blow my socks off or anything, but um, I think he's going to have an, an up year. And, and we've already kind of uh, talked about about Clark he's, he's going to be great so I'm, I'm with you on that all right last uh last position we'll go with the safeties and I'm going to give it a B plus and uh I think J.R. Reed's a hell of a player um some people don't tend to think that is you know aren't as high on him as I am but uh, I think he's a hell of a player he's very versatile I mean he's a guy that I think is pretty good in coverage uh he's pretty good at man-to-man but he's also he can come up and, and make a play I mean he was our second leading tackler from last year so I mean, the guy's, the guy's got a nose for the ball, and that's what I want in safety, but I also want him to be staying at home until he has to come in and make a play. Um, and then the reason I give it a B-plus is I think Richie, you know, Richie's got what I just said. He's got to come up and, and smack a guy in the mouth uh, kind of guy. But at the same time, I hope he has improved in his coverage. And if he, if he has, then I think we're, we're in good shape. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you when it comes to uh, comes to the, comes to the safeties. I, we just didn't have a lot to to go off of last year, uh, and nothing that, like I said, we had we had some we had a, a little bit a good bit of flash when we had uh, uh, Dominique, um, the guy just kind of in the right place at the right time uh, a lot of times, um, but still a good player. Uh, but I, I think. I think we've got a lot to uh, uh, a lot to prove uh, in that in that regard. Just because, like I said, a lot of blown a lot of blown coverages. Um, we were just fortunate that the quarterbacks just never had time to throw the ball because our right. <laughs> because we, we were we had so many sacks uh, and so many Loren- pressures. Lorenzo and Bellamy were wreaking oh havoc my God. out there. We're, so, we're gonna yeah. we haven't even we haven't even mentioned them. How we're gonna we're gonna miss those guys? So I, I think I think our safeties are just gonna have to prove themselves. I, I think our whole secondary is just gonna have to prove themselves more because we're we're just not gonna get we're just not gonna be able to get the same kind of pressure on the quarterback that we did this this past year. Um, sure. I, I just I think we're gonna have good pressure, um, but just we're not gonna be able to do it. So our safeties and, and our whole secondary is gonna have to step up, and um, so we're we're gonna put them to the test this year. I think they got they got uh, they got off easy um, this past year. So, well, I, so just real quick quick note that I have I, I feel bad that I haven't mentioned him because I, I'm really high on the guy, but I think Walter Grant is gonna be the guy that's gonna be able to put put that pressure on the QBs, and he's gonna be you know. Uh, you know he's all, from old Cairo. It's not Cairo. It's Cairo, um, as you know, down there in South Virginia. Yeah, right. uh, but you know, he's going to be a hell of a player. I think he's going to be able to put that pressure on them, so that the safeties are you know have a little bit less pressure on them. So, um, but yeah, let's let's move up a little bit. I, I, I you know I think we kind of skipped on your your end. I wanted to ask you what your what you thought who your breakout offensive and defensive players are. Yeah, so offense, and, and I kind of talked about him a little bit. I mean, I think I, I'm big on I'm big on Riley. I mean, I think he didn't have he didn't have a lot of a, t- uh, a lot of looks last year, um, and I, and I think he's going to become our go-to guy um, at receiver. Um, so I, I think I see him as kind of taking up that next that next role and, and being a being a great route runner. I think the national championship we got to see a little. A little glimmer, uh, a little bit of what he's going to be able to bring to the table. 
Um, so I, I'm I'm wanting to go with Riley um, for for our offense. Um, I, I think everywhere else is is pretty pretty much uh, tried and true and, and tight end wise. We'll see. Pretty okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, good yeah we'll, we'll be okay. And uh, yeah. but yeah, I, I'm I'm big on Riley uh, d- defensively. Um, when it comes to comes to breakout year, I, I don't want to put any of our, I don't want to put any of uh, put any of these these freshmen on the on on there because I, I just want to put them. I want them all to I want them all to break out. <laughs> I think they could. I think they could. Um, I, I think uh, I, I was, I was wanting Tyreek to have a big have a bigger year. Um, and I, I was thinking he was going to kind of be my guy. Uh, him being hurt. Um. Is going to be is going to be interesting, um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm big on Monty Rice. I mean, I think the guy's going to going to do well. I think he's going to kind of be our our. I think he's I think Natrez is going to be the guy everybody's looking at, but I, but I think Monty's going to going to do well and, and kind of him too, like Tay Crowder and Monty. But I, I, I'm excited about Monty. I think he's going to surprise some people um, at that position. I, I, I think both of those are are good picks. I think either Monty or Tyreek, because I think Tyreek's going to come back and be, you know, he played a lot of star last year too. So, I mean, you know, it remains to be seen whether or not he's going to be a pure cornerback at some point, but I think both of those picks are, are very solid and I'm, I'm a big fan of Monty myself. So let's, um, so I think we've kind of, we have, we have, uh, beat this depth depth chart to death um i think we've done some serious some serious coverage of it so we wanted to take a second to kind of look at how people are looking at us we've got a bunch of guys on all the awards lists so like your uh your uh all your your big your your buckets awards your doke walkers your jim thorpes um maxwell awards we've got guys on all those lists um so we're not going to go down the the, all of those lists just know that that people are looking at us and uh that that they like what we're they like the the guys that we've got on the field um but we did want to kind of take some time and go through the all sec and uh and 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 be uh i guess agree with some and uh not agree with others and so uh we'll, we'll kind of i'll kind of run through here so first team we've got deandre baker jr reed and and rodrigo um on the first team second team we've got swift godwin nada andrew thomas lamont ledbetter deandre walker and uh miko as the return specialist on the second team and then uh third team we've got and this is this is where things get a little hairy uh the only guy we've got on third team is our uh, second-rate quarterback, Jake Fromm. <laughs> so uh, uh, I'm upset. <laughs> so t- tell him why you're mad, G. I, you know, all right. So I, I can understand where a lot of these people are coming from. You know, these, you know, the all SEC that comes for the SEC media days. So they're looking around, and you've got guys like Drew Locke, who's a proven passer. You've got Nick Fitzgerald, who obviously was a good player. The two guys that were ahead of Jake Fromm on this list as quarterbacks in the second and the first team were first team Drew Locke and the second team Jarrett Stidham. Um, I, you know, I can't say the things on this podcast that I want to say. Uh, I'm just going to say that, you know, I, I think it's crap. <laughs> uh, I think Fromm proved last year as a freshman. He threw for, what, 2,600 yards, something like that. He led this team not only to the national championship, but he came in as, you know, a true freshman to start in his first game. His first start was against Notre Dame on the road, and then you know I, that was one of his worst games of the year. And then he only went up from there. I mean, I thought his his best game, you know, Mississippi State was incredible. Tennessee was incredible. So, 
In my opinion, Jake Fromm should at least be the second team guy. I can understand why they have Drew Locke up there. Uh, some people are saying Drew Locke, and I mentioned this to you earlier, but some people are saying Drew Locke is a first-round draft pick this year. And that's just that's just wrong. <laughs> that's just, I, I really don't see it. I mean, he I, may the, he may be a first-round pick, but he is not. Uh, I mean, he's not the the guy. Um, anyway. The only thing that I can, that I, I see why they might have, and I don't agree with them putting him third team, but but Stidham just he was the guy on their team, and he had more quote unquote moments. Like he had to do he had to do yeah. more um, for where is Drew Locke? He had to do everything, uh, but uh, for for their team. But I think Stidham he, he was more so having he was doing more um, had a lot had more of the highlights or whatever. Um, but well, he had a bunch of all-purpose yards. He he threw the ball in, and he you know running in the in the Auburn offense, the quarterback's got to be able to right. run. And so, I mean, I obviously Jake Fromm was fairly one-dimensional, but I mean the guy still had. I think he had four or five rushing touchdowns on the year. Oh, yeah. So don't sleep on the guy as a runner. Oh well, I mean the guy's he's he's gonna pull it just like Stafford did. You know, <laughs> Stafford did more rumbling than bumbling. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit slower. <laughs> yeah, every time he started running, I just I would. I crumbled. Uh, uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I think in terms of the rest of the the uh, the list, I, I pretty much agree with it. Uh, I think everybody, um, the the first team uh, makes makes sense for me because um, no, nobody else really on the second team. I, I can see why they're second team, um, but I, for the most part, I agree with that list. But I think we've just, we, the main thing we wanted to bring up is that. Uh, is that a Jake Fromm was third team? The uh, one of the two uh, national uh, championship quarterbacks was, <laughs> was 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 third team. So uh, all, all I gotta say is thank God Tua Tuga Tuga was not ahead of him, and I would have been really upset. Oh, you know, if that guy <laughs> basically had if he had come up and came came in and basically played one good half of, of football, and that proved that he was better than Jake Fromm, I would be livid yeah so well and, and i think I but know. i think hey. but i think too is, is we're getting back to we had the worst drought of quarterbacks in the sec and i mean we are we're back i mean in terms of like good quarterback blessed be the name huh? <laughs> blessed be the name these boys are good and it because i mean now you got you got to worry about good quarterback play really across uh, for the, a lot of uh, a lot of the conference and um uh, especially in the west which is weird um, but I mean, I think we're we're just back to where the SEC's got good quarterbacks, and um, so yeah. I'm I'm the the usual uh, Georgia fan in me is like I'm glad they're they're looking they're looking because they've got a target on our back, but they're kind of looking down on us, like not really paying attention right. to Fromm because he's not the flashy guy. But um, I'm going to take Fromm over any of them uh, any day of the week uh, for for anything. <laughs> Hell yeah, you should. <laughs> I uh, well, uh, you know. You know, that's the one. I, I agree with you. I think that's the one name on this list that I, you know, I'm not exactly uh, in agreement with. Um, but other than that, I think for the most part, those that second team, the fact that we have eight guys on that second team, including Mikol as a return specialist, so I think that's pretty solid. I mean, I think that's about right. I think there's definitely a few of those guys that should be on the first team. I think Nauta could potentially be on that first team, but he just didn't have the production last year to make people think that. He's going to catch a lot of balls this year, so um, I'd say uh, let's uh, move on to the All Americans. And this is this is an AP All American uh, list, and 
that we only had two guys, and one of them was DeAndre Baker on the first team. And then the second guy was Rodrigo Blankenship on the second team. I think, for the most part, I think those are the two guys, two guys that certainly deserve it. And so I kind of agree with this list. I don't know what you're, what are you thinking? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with it too. Um, I, I think we've just got a lot of guys who, uh, who just have to prove themselves. I, I mean, I think we've got the talent that will put guys on that list. Um, by the end of the year, and so I expect us to have more guys on there. But I think kind of coming into the season, it kind of makes sense. Uh, just yeah. just based on, I mean, who would have thought that Rodrigo would be our guy? <laughs> Old Specs was going to be the be the man, and uh, and uh, he he with all the talent we have, he doesn't get enough love because usually Georgia kickers are always getting all the love because yeah. we're average most everywhere else. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but but Rodrigo, he he put us he he put us in like. That halftime field goal for the Rose Bowl, the Notre Dame. He's a reason. He's a reason. Oh, yeah. we, we won that oh, game. Oh yeah, absolutely, I'm absolutely, absolutely. I mean, he made the clutch kicks when he had to. Notre Dame. He had a ton of kicks. I mean, not a ton, but like he, all those kicks were pressure kicks, and he'd missed a kick. So like, I mean, there, there's, yeah. there's a lot. I mean, he is a reason why we had the success we did last year in those big games. And um, so I, I'm 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 good with 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 that, but I do think by the end of the year, um, there are going to be some more names on that list. Yeah, I'm I'm looking for DeAndre Walker's the one guy on the on the all all SEC team, and he's only on the second team on there that I'm looking at that I think you know very well could be an All American at the end of the year. But from what I understand, he has some trouble grasping some of the defensive concepts. So I'm, I'm, you know, if he can kind of learn those and you know have them like you know look like the back of his hand, I mean he's he's gonna be good to go. Um, hey man, all Americans though, the fact that we have some guys on there <laughs> that gets me pretty excited. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm, I'm I'm with you. It's 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 gonna be it's going we've we've got a lot of guys to look out for, and I, and I think now after last year, people people see us. They see they see what we what we got. They see what we're cooking. Hey see man, we, starting off the year number three, man. That they're not overlooking us anymore. No, no. That's gonna be. I mean, that's we better get used to being that top five of the preseason. Oh my god. Which you know, if you ask Kirby, doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, doesn't the, mean the, prob- the problem is, is it, 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 when I see us at three in the polls, I just get immediate acid reflux. Like it's just <laughs> every time, like I just every time it happens, I'm just like, well, there goes that season. It was great. <laughs> like 2008, we're, we're number one AP polls, and we lose, we win every game, and we're just dropping in the polls. And I'm like, this is what it is to be a Georgia fan. <laughs> it's just like, even when they rank you at the never top, been another year. even rank you at the top, yeah. your people they're like, oh, but they're Georgia, so we're gonna. But uh, like you said, not not anymore. And I, I, it's gonna take me a second to get my get my heart around that. Well, you know, I mean, it's you know, in that that year we started off the season playing Georgia Southern and then Central Michigan. So the fact that we, I think we let up twenty one points against Central Michigan, yeah. and the fact that we, that that happened, you know, people were like, okay, we're gonna doubt you a little bit. That's not gonna happen with Austin P. I'd be surprised if Austin P. has more than ten points. Uh, but other than that, I mean, we should blow those guys out and then you know get ready to focus on South Carolina. Um, well, Chancey, I you know I think. Uh, the way, the way I see it is, you know, we still haven't covered the biggest questions of the year. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and pose those to you real quick. But, uh, you know, number one, I just want to check and see. What do you think? Are we going to wear black jerseys this year or oh, not? Oh, Lord, the black jerseys. Kirby hates these things. <laughs> I don't I don't understand why there's this stigma. I mean, I understand 
of course we we got our butts whooped uh, you know not it wasn't the last time we wore them but it's you know back in 2008 and of course Alabama cursed them mm. until we wore them again against Louisiana Lafayette or something right like well and I think I can easily see just those becoming like a kind of like a like a Louisiana Lafayette I I would I kind of feel like no I don't think I don't think we'll see him this year. I think Kirby has just because if if you think about it, no one asked that last year. <laughs> that was I asked <laughs> it. I wanted him, <laughs> but no one else really did. <laughs> because okay. you're, but, it's just right, me. <laughs> because because you, you you're looking to that to kind of bring some excitement, and uh, right. we had no lack of that last year, and uh, and true. so I, I mean That's I true. think. Uh, um, I don't see us. If anything, it would be UMass, and that would that would be it. So, I I think there's a good chance. I think there's a good chance UMass because I, I, you know, of course, it seems like it was just me that wanted them, but I think a lot of the fan base <laughs> did too. Uh, so, you know, I'm I'm hoping we break them out at some point. But let's be honest. I think last year, like you said, basically Kirby was like hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. And, you know, of course, the red jerseys are, are amazing. And then, you know, every time we put on those sparkly white jerseys, damn if we don't play 10 times better sometimes. <laughs> so, you know, we win the SEC championship and, and the Rose Bowl in white jerseys, and then we go and lose the national championship in the red jerseys. So it is what it is. Uh, next question I have for you is, you know – the, the surrounding area around Athens has a ton of, of farmland and whatnot, but do we have a stable big enough for our running backs right nope. now? We have, <laughs> we have, there is no structure big enough to house these, to house these guys. Uh, even the, the house of pain even struggles. Uh, that indoor practice facility struggles holding these boys. I, that's a, that's a great illustration. <laughs> the, the massive indoor practice facility does, cannot contain these boys that are ready to run all over the likes of South Carolina and Tennessee and Florida and everybody. Oh else. my God! And I'm so excited about it. I, and I think with Zamir being being out, uh, I, that that hurts us um, big time. I mean, I think I'm thinking he's going to be in a generational kind of player. I mean, I think he can get to that point if he, if the guy can get healthy. Um, but we just were loaded. And the and the thing is too is there none of them are, are really that similar. Um, they're all just to me. They're 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 different enough that they bring a wrinkle. That I that agree. It, it makes us like we can have we may there might be we may have formations where we have three of them on the field at one time. Blessed be the name. That is a blessed be the name because these boys. Are, I mean, like I said, James Cook. He, he's going to be Sony Michelle. Um, to to me, that kind of you're going. He's going to look very similar to that kind of freshman year, and um and uh. And then you've got Holyfield's going to be our, our our bowling ball. Like he's going to be our, our guy who who may have that one bounce, and then he's just going to just gun it. I mean, you give him a little crease, and he he's gone with those those arms. And uh, and uh, Swift, uh, we ha- I don't think we've mentioned it. got the best. He had the best spin move out of Chubb and Sony too. The guy had oh, the God. guy's spin move just oh my lord <laughs> against Sanford last Bless year. Whenever he was... name that spin move. <laughs> it is it is. <laughs> it is hey, we're gonna be we're gonna have some we're gonna have some new highlights this year. We got a lot of highlights for uh, this coming year. But uh, 
I'm so yeah, excited. We're going to have some good spin moves on it. So Hey, you know, I'm, I'm all for it. Bring in as many running backs as we can. I don't care if we take up 10 scholarships. Let's do it. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, let's go ahead to the to, to the third and final most important. Can, can question. I can, can I can I ask you this question? Yeah, please go and, ahead. Um, and because this was this was really gonna the, the success of our team is gonna ride on this. What we cannot stress this enough. What are your th- like sh- should or or should we not end the beloved karaoke cam? Please, for the love of all that's good in this world, murder the karaoke cam. It is the worst thing that we've ever done in the history of Sanford Stadium. I want to get rid of it right now. And now, and that, see, I, gee, now it's going to be that karaoke cam is going to be thirty percent larger on that beautiful <laughs> jumbo truck. <God. laughs> you know, I just can't. I cannot imagine. Who was sitting back and thinking? And, you know, I understand the thought process in it. It's like, okay, you know, that's what they do at baseball stadiums. You know, that they do all these different things to get the crowd, uh, you know, involved and, like, excited and things like that, do these little chants. And whenever you have the karaoke cam and they're singing, you know, Don't Stop Believing, and you're just – and I'm sitting up there in the top thinking – all those recruits sitting down there on those recruiting bleachers are like, what the hell are these people doing right now? We're in the middle of a football game. It'd be like tied, you know, 14-14 with Auburn, and then we throw the karaoke cam. And the like th- middle of the third quarter when we're trying to drive down the field, I, it's so inopportune, and I hate it. So if we could, I mean, I think you're in agreement. Can we get rid of it, please? I, I, do, I do want to say that... Uh, the only reason I look forward to the karaoke cam is to see you get pissed about karaoke cam. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's garbage. Always, it's absolute garbage. Uh, it needs to, it, it needs to go. Yeah. So no, I, um, I just I wanted to know how what your feelings were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, it's you know, I, you know, you know how I felt about it. That's why you wanted to ask the question. But I mean, certainly, if we could do without that, then um, we have enough to we have enough to get excited about. Just just show well, a just show a highlight of uh, of Nick Chubb and uh, that that'll get me right. jazzed. Well, I mean, I mean, honestly, I look at all right. So I hate to use them as the example, but I look at Auburn does really well with their stadium atmosphere, and I hate to say it, but they do. They are always amped. They're constantly pumping in all this hip hop music. They're playing all these highlights every time. It's like between between downs and all this stuff, or timeout and things like that. They keep the crowd pumped up through football, not through sing song. We can't have that anymore, man. Through, through anyway. sing song. <laughs> We're, I'm done with my rant, dude. I'm I'm off of I'm off of my uh, soapbox here. I'm I'm just ready. To I enjoyed on. it thoroughly, though. Enough of that karaoke camp crap. Let's just move on, man. What what's what's your plans for the weekend? What you where are you gonna be? Where are you gonna be tailgating? What are you gonna be drinking? I, I that's what I need that right now. Oh, man, I've been dreaming about this for a while, and uh, I'm, I've pretty much got uh, Friday. Friday, I've pretty much got it off, and uh, planning on getting up there, getting everything kind of prepped, uh, and getting getting into town uh, well before dinner, and uh, hopefully meeting up with you guys at some point. Um, oh, we're gonna go uh, get some Saturday. drinks, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, me- I'm meeting up with you. I promise. Yeah, I promise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you bet. You bet you are. You bet you are. Uh, I am. I am. Don't worry. And uh, Saturday, uh, I'm going to be at the, uh, the the best tailgate around, uh, the Briner Bingo. tailgate. 
<laughs> so uh, <laughs> getting up bright and early at, at the crack of dawn and uh right. i got i got some tailgating to do uh so i'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. it's gonna be it's gonna be fun um my anxiety usually kicks in uh pretty heavily uh around uh, uh, friday morning when i get up and realize that okay i'm making the trek like uh, it's happening things are starting to things things are getting real so um, but gonna be gonna be sitting with the sitting with the folks during the game. Uh, we've got my, my my family's tickets, so I'm gonna sit with them. The last couple times I've been with them, things have gone well. Uh, AKA Atlanta, AKA Pasadena. So we're just gonna the chance he could come. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, so gonna 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 keep that going for a little bit. Uh, but but yeah. So I'm I'm excited, man. I'm excited. So what what are what are your plans? Oh man, uh, a lot of similar stuff. In fact, uh, I will definitely plan on seeing you on Friday night. I I don't know if um I don't know how many people were working on Friday afternoon, but planning on shutting down sometime around one o'clock or so. Uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, but no, I'm 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 planning on we're we're gonna go to Trapeze on Friday night and get some good dinner, and then we'll meet you up for drinks, and then we'll be there probably about eight thirty in the morning on Saturday and. Be running it. Oh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I told you this, but uh, we we ordered a a mobile bar, like tailgate bar for oh. uh, for for the tailgate on Amazon, of course. Okay. And right. uh, yeah, yes. So we're we're gonna get that going. I don't think many of us really drink mixed drinks a whole lot during on game day, but we'll be drinking cold <laughs> beer and we'll be making some Tito's drinks and uh, that spicy water. <laughs> Oh man, it's <laughs> gonna be fun, man. I, I, I'm just looking forward to you know getting in that groove, like I said, and just being able to, you know, and just enjoy a good a good football Saturday, man. I mean, it's just it's one of those things that you know you we grew up and we always followed the dogs, but at the same time, like I can just remember you know after playing football on Friday nights, waking up in the morning, watching college game day, the whole pageantry of the the of the thing. You're watching the noon games, three thirty games, seven o'clock games. Let's do it, man. Let's get into the season. I'm pumped about it. Well, we've we've been doing uh, all this all this talking virtually and uh, all all of this uh, conversing, and, and um, I, I've I haven't been able to to, to hold you um, through the through the computer. Um, so I, I need you in my life. I need I need to get I need to get there. Yeah. I need to see you. The physically, you need you need me to be with. You. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. On that note, we'll just go ahead and wrap it up here. Uh, Chancey, you want to take us out? Yeah, man. Uh, looking forward to seeing you on Saturday, and uh, let's we'll wrap it up here. Sounds good. Uh, go dogs and beat whatever mascot the Austin P people are. <laughs> the governors. Oh, the, are they the governors. All right. Beat the, no, beat, the, beat the governors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, buddy. I'll see you on Friday. All right. See you, boss. Dogs. Dogs. We finally made it. It was a tough road, but we've made it to game day week. We hope you guys have uh, enjoyed this week as much as we have. Hopefully, we've been able to give you a little bit of of content to make it through, give you a little daily dose of dogs. Uh, But if you could, leave us a rating, a review. Uh, whatever you want, just let us know how much you like it. And uh, most importantly, we'll see you all on Saturday. Go dogs.